Coming up, the Rays offense is back as they blow out the Red Sox, and there are walk-off wins in Texas and Minnesota. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us to go over the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Until they lose, we are going to continue to talk Tampa baseball. They got another great pitching performance, and the offense returned in their st- second straight win over Boston. Locked On Red Sox and Locked On Rays go over last night's game. For as good as the pitching was on Monday, the same cannot be said for the Red Sox on Tuesday as they dropped the second game of the series to the Rays 7-2 at Tropicana Field. What's going on, everyone? It's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox. And Garrett Whitlock's first start of 2023 probably could have gone a lot better for him. He did give up five earned runs, but it is only one start. It's his first start of 2023. We're not going to panic. We're not going to read too much into it. The offense also fell flat. Kike Hernandez 0 for 5. He is in a bit of a slump right now. Jake and I have a lot to take away from this game, from the offense to the pitching to everything in between. We will do all of that for you on our next episode of Locked on Red Sox. The Tampa Bay Rays have yet to lose a game in 2023. Believe it or not, they are 11-0 to start the season. They beat the Boston Red Sox by a score of 7-2 tonight, thanks to a really solid pitching performance by H.J. McClanahan, plus four home runs by the Rays ball club. Josh Lowe got one, Brandon Lau got one, Isak Paredes got one, and Yandy Diaz got one. So if my math is correct, the Rays still lead all of baseball in homers, if you can believe it. Now, there was a little bit of troubling news with the team as uh, Zach Eflin, the $40 million man acquired in free agency, has hit the injured list. So the Rays have called up Taj Bradley, the top pitching prospect in the organization, to see what he can do in Wednesday's game against the Red Sox. Should be an interesting showcase and debut for him. Stay tuned as the Rays go for their 12th straight win. Shohei Otani doing what he does on the mound. He even got some run support as the Halos got a win over Washington yesterday. Locked on Angels has the recap. It was a 2-0 victory on Monday night for the Angels, led by Shohei Otani. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. And Shohei looked like the unicorn on the mound on Monday night. He pitched seven innings, gave up one hit. Did walk five, but the umps were squeezing him, and he struck out six. And then on the offensive side, he got on base again. He's reached base now in 34 straight games. For the offense, for the Angels, it was Anthony Rendon getting a sacrifice fly, and then Logan Ohapi hitting a home run. His fourth, he has 10 RBIs. He leads the team in both of those categories. And the Angels win 2-0 and move to 6-5 and five in the AL West. And John and I are going to talk all about it on Locked on Angels. We hope you'll join us. Extra innings Tuesday night in Texas ended with a walk-off home run, sending Rangers fans home happy. Locked on Rangers tells you about the dramatic win. 
the Rangers have a battery-powered extra innings win to extend their winning streak to three games, take the series against the Kansas City Royals, and look for the sweep on the third game of the series. I'm Bryce Paddock, host of Locked On Rangers. By battery-powered, I mean it was powered by the catcher and the pitcher, Jacob DeGrom being absolutely incredible. Seven innings of ho-hum, two-run, nine-strikeout baseball. A really great outing for him. And of course, the walk-off home run, a three-run shot by Jonah Heim. It is freaking Heim time. A four-game hitting streak for him. Uh, it wasn't all great in this one. A multi-hit game from Marcus Simeon, which was was great. He came up big in the late innings. Adoles Garcia with the game-tying single in the 10th inning. But main thoughts after this game, hoping that Corey Seager is okay. He hit a ball into the left field gap with the weird shift. Was trying to turn a double into a triple, but pulled up holding his hamstring. Hopefully he will be okay, but the Rangers win and things outside of that are looking really good for this Texas squad. The Giants snapped their home losing skid to the Dodgers with a 5-0 win yesterday. Locked on hosts from both teams join us with the details. Well, we told you last night, this Dodgers team is very good when the offense and the pitching both show up in the same game. Tonight, we saw the flip side of that. Uh, the offense didn't show up at all, and the pitching wasn't quite as good as we might have hoped. And the end result was a shutout loss to the Giants, 5 to nothing. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked on Dodgers. Yeah, just a <laughs> not a very exciting game from the Dodgers standpoint. Uh, up until the bottom of the eighth inning, the only runs in the game scored by the first two batters the Giants had in the game. They both scored, and then that was it until the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Evan Phillips had an uncharacteristically bad evening. Uh, didn't necessarily matter anyway. Uh, obviously, the ninth inning might have been a little more exciting if it was still 2 nothing instead of 5 nothing. But in the end, Dodgers lost because their streak continues of never having won a game in which they didn't score any runs. Runs are going to be important. They play the rubber game on Wednesday, hoping to win the series. Check out Locked on Dodgers. Plenty to talk about about this one every morning, wherever you get podcasts. Huge win tonight for the Giants after getting destroyed 9-1 to last night. They shut out the Dodgers 5 to nothing tonight. Jock Peterson had a big two-run two hit in the first inning. Alex Wood was pretty good, but I thought Gabe uh, Kapler managed a heck of a game after I was critical of how he managed on Saturday, letting Ross Stripling face Salvador Perez. I thought he did basically perfect managing in the win against the Royals on Sunday and then the win tonight going to Jacob Junis when he did even though Wood was one out away from qualifying for the win I don't care I want to win the actual game not get Alex Wood a win I'm sorry but going to Junis there right call going to Scott Alexander when he did the right call uh, in a bases loaded jam with a lefty coming up and Alexander got out of it with a great play and a strikeout, and and then Rodgers and Duvall to close it out. David VR and Crawford homered. So huge team win. We'll talk about it tomorrow on Lockdown Giants, where it's your team every day. The AL Central first place Twins taking down the White Sox on Tuesday. Locked on White Sox goes over some of the issues in the extra innings loss. Chicago White Sox lost to the Minnesota Twins 4-3 to in Game 2 of the series. Hey, I'm Nick Morawski from Lockdown White Sox. Sox starter Lance Lynn went 6 innings, struck out 10. Minnesota starter Pablo Lopez was better, although the Sox let him off the hook in the first inning. They could have piled it on, scoring more than just two runs. Sox tied it up in the ninth. Huge home run by Luis Robert Jr., Sacks failed to score in the 10th and then literally threw the game away. Sacks go for the series win Wednesday afternoon with Lucas Giolito on the hill. For more, check out the Lockdown White Sacks podcast.
We haven't seen it in a little bit, but the Yankees offense showed us what they are capable of with 11 runs in Cleveland on Tuesday. Locked on Guardians and Locked on Yankees have everything you need to know. Well, unless Rob Manfred is uh, pitching to make games two innings long, things would not be good for the Guardians on Tuesday night against the Yankees. I'm Justin Latta, co-host of Locked On Guardians. The Guardians did jump out to a 2-0 lead against uh, Garrett Cole. They looked pretty good. They had three straight hits to start the ball game. But we've kind of seen that story before where they've gotten to Garrett Cole early. A lot of teams get to Garrett Cole early, and then Garrett Cole becomes Garrett Cole all of a sudden. Weird how that happens. Happened to the Guardians. The wheels on the bus kind of were churning along for Hunter Gaddis early in this one, and then... The wheels on the bus all fell off and went crashing in different places, and the Guardians lost. Uh, but Xavier Curry saved the bullpen. Tim Heron saved the bullpen a little bit. Hopefully that will set him up for Game 3 to back Peyton Batfield in his Major League debut. We will cover all the pain, the misery, and what's to come on Locked On Guardians tomorrow morning. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Guardians 11-2. The offense exploded after being held to zero runs in innings two through nine of Monday night's game. The Yankees decided to score 11 unanswered after the Guardians scored two off Garrett Cole in the first inning. Now, the fun thing about the Yankees scoring so many runs is they had unlikely heroes like Franchi Cordero and Willie Calhoun contributing to the scoring. Franchi Cordero now has three home runs and 10 runs driven in in his first six games as a Yankee. The last guy to do that, Robin Ventura in 2002. Kind of fun. As for Cole, seven innings. He's 3-0 on the season, only had three strikeouts, gave up those two runs on five hits, but he settled in, and the Yankees win. So we'll have everything you need to know about this game and more on the next Locked on Yankees. Coming up, the Cubs with their best performance so far this season. This is Locked on Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Baseball is back. It's the perfect time for you to download FanDuel. New customers get that no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So you just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, super easy for you to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to home runs in the game. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with that same game parlay. Do not miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. A much-needed win for St. Louis on the road last night in Colorado. Locked On Cardinals is happy to go over a win. A thrilling comeback win for a desperate team. Hey, it's JD from Locked On Cardinals, and boy, oh boy, did the Cardinals need this one. Down 6-2 to two in the seventh inning after the Rockies tattooed Miles Michaelis for six runs on 10 hits, including three home runs. The Cardinals mounted a two-out rally capped by a three-run Nolan Arenado double to tie the game up at six. Then in the ninth inning, Nolan Gorman, Storman Gorman, laces a solo shot over the wall in right field to grab the lead. They tack on two more insurance runs, and then Helsley comes in, gets the save as the Cardinals take this one by the score of nine to six. Will this be the wake-up call that the team needs to get back on the right track? Let's hope so. But for tonight, Cardinals Nation, Let's enjoy the sweet taste of victory. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals.
The Padres were able to hold on to get a win over the Mets, 4-2, to two, locked on Padres. We had lots of good things to go over for us postgame. All right, that was a little scary there for a second, guys. What's going on? Javier Reyes here of the Locked On Padres podcast. Once again, join my buddy Spider-Man behind me. And uh, this was a nail-biter at the end. Josh Hader almost loses control after some, you know, in-game chicanery by Buck Showalter to protest the call that clearly was correct and whatnot. Uh, but he gets the save. The Padres win 4-2. Um, in this game, the Xander man... The Zandy man, the X going to give it to you, whatever nickname you want to use, another home run for him, crushes it to the second deck, basically giving the Padres the big lead. And also in this game, uh, Luis Campuzano, the Campuzano hive, we remain strong, stand strong, told firm. Uh, three for four in this game with a double. Hopefully he gets some more playing time and more consistent back-to-back playing time as the season goes along. I really believe in him. And Ryan Weathers, lastly. Just a lot better looking than last year. Looks much sharper, looks more in control. He's a little bit pitching more for contact right now. He's not getting a ton of strikeouts, but not getting hit as hard. And for a guy who's like the four or five in this rotation, that's really all they need. So really nice game, really nice W and bounce back from last night. And hopefully they can win the series tomorrow. And I will be at that game tomorrow, which is really exciting. So uh, until then, guys, remember to always stay locked on to the podcast and stay faithful. More pitching problems for Cincinnati leads to a loss in Atlanta. Locked on Reds happy with the offense, but lots of questions when it comes to the rotation. We knew this Reds roster would be a work in progress, but while we try to figure out what its final form is, they're still losing. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast, and the Reds fell 7-6 to the Braves down in Atlanta on Tuesday night, and it was a game where the lineup continues to impress. It continues to keep the Reds in any ballgame that they're playing in, but the pitching gave it all up. And this time it was the starter. Luis Sessa was not good. And I think I'm kind of firmly in the camp that he is not a starting pitcher and he should be moved to the bullpen. The Reds have a couple of young arms that they should look to bring up. Luke Weaver is about ready to come off the IL. When he's ready, I I feel like we should give a look at Brandon Williamson because Luis Sessa pitching every fifth day is not going to be good for this ball club. We will have more on the next Lockdown Reds podcast. Make sure you join us. A grand slam and a comeback win thrilling Cubs fans at Wrigley Field on Tuesday. Locked on Cubs says this is easily the best performance of the season so far. Cubs with the game of the year so far on their end come back from 7-0 down early against the Mariners and come back and win that game by a score of 14-9. Nelson Velasquez, who was just called up yesterday, hits a grand slam. Dansby Swanson was 4-4 before leaving due to injury. Michael Rucker and Adbert Ozilai were really good out of the bullpen, and this Cubs team continues to just fight and finds a way to win games in different ways going into the year is all about well they're not going to slug they're not going to hit well they're slugging and they're hitting uh it was a a brilliant performance wrigley was electric tonight felt like almost like a playoff atmosphere at the end of that game so the cubs continue to stay hot they are now six and four and they are rolling they will try and sweep the m's tomorrow afternoon things looking good early for arizona but it all fell apart in the last couple of innings against the brewers logged on diamondbacks fills us in game. It was a close game till about the seventh, then the wheels fell off and the D-backs lost. Miller Thomas of Locked On Dimebacks here. It felt like it was going to be a magical night. Merrill Kelly had a no-hitter working through six. The seventh inning rolled around. Willie Adamas had a home run and then the wheels fell off the wagon for the D-backs. Miguel Castro came in the game. He struggled. He was walking and runs. The bullpen did not look good after him. 
D-backs drop game two in the series. They're now tied 1-1 in the series, but guess what? We got game three tomorrow. Dre Jameson is on the bump, and I'm not giving up hope just yet. Detroit's still searching for answers right now. They drop another game, this time in Toronto's home opener. Locked on hosts from both teams join us with all the details. Tigers lose their fifth straight game with a 9-3 loss to the Toronto Blue Jays in their home opener. I am Scott Benley of Locked On Tigers. Um, look, I, I mean, the reason for this loss is the reason for a lot of our already eight losses on the young season. Uh, the, the bullpen being a big one, right? That's going to be a talking point for a lot of this season. How are the Tigers going to navigate their way through the last two, three, four innings of ball games? And in this one, they turned a close game into not a close game, as we've seen already several times this season. Matt Manning with the start. Very rough fastball command game, but really, really good slider game. So we'll see where he goes from there. First Tigers pitcher this year to make six innings. Uh, but the biggest story in this one for me is the offense. Uh, you had an opposing pitcher who had a 40-plus pitch inning, and yet he still went, I think, four and a third and only gave up three runs, and you only scored three runs all game. It's unacceptable stuff. Zero clutch hitting yet again. We're going to talk about the rest tomorrow on Locked on Tigers. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked on Blue Jays. Ooh, a little bit of trepidation early, 3-0 Detroit. But, hey, Blue Jays end up really cruising, you, you may say, to a 9-3 victory. Welcome home, Toronto Blue Jays. That's the home opener. Welcome to the fan base, Kevin Kiermeyer. Welcome to the 2023 season, Alejandro Kirk. Welcome to the 2023 season, Brandon Belt. Matt Chapman stayed hot. Bo Bichette stayed hot. We had a Springer dinger in there. Springer got uh, a curve just hanging there. He dealt with it. That was going back-to-back with Kevin Kiermeyer. Wow, a lot to shout out offensively. How about the bullpen? Zach Pop, some CanCon, right? Shout out Zach Pop. Loving Zach Pop. Pop, Swanson, Garcia, and Bass combined four and two-thirds shutout ball. Just one hit, six strikeouts. That's going to work. On tomorrow's Locked On Blue Jays podcast, we'll get you set for Wednesday's game, plus more with our conversation with Locked On Tigers. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.